Man, I, I went all the way. It's so flipping cold up here. Well, I, I wish I was in Los Angeles right now. Man, I can't, I can't believe this. I, seriously, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I mean, it, for real though. It's like, I, God, great. Now I have to call them up and tell them I can't find it. All right. Uh, what is that? A, is that is that American flag? I swear. Like, I mean, you would think like, all about a Canadian band. There'd be like a Canada flag somewhere. Uh, okay. Let's see. There's excessive, and then there's excessive. Uh, and. Uh, okay, let's see. I am so excited about this, guys. This is going to be great. I love this song. Uh, I cannot wait. Yes. Whoa, whoa. Uh, hey. Uh, what? What's, what's, what's going on here? What? No, uh, uh, Michael? Ah! Intruder! 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 Hello, police. That, no, do not pay attention to the ginger <laughs> behind the, 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 look at distraction. Why are you hiding behind the American flag? Because I am a patriot, and I don't know how else to end this sentence. Guys, guys, grab, grab. Okay. Oh God, no! No. Intruder. Over over, over the corner. Come with me right now. Oh, oh, an an angry ginger. Angry ginger. Oh God. Okay. Okay. Listen. 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 You're coming with me. I don't. There there are consequences. There are actions. There are consequences. And the thing that we do to intruding gingers around here. Is we force them to review a song with us, so you have oh, to pay the piper oh, now. No. Oh god, wait, wait, which which <laughs> which which artist? Which artist is this? This is ABCs. So as Aaron just announced, <laughs> this is the Bare Naked ABCs, where we rate, debate, and eh, sometimes gyrate. To the bare naked ladies songs, one at a time, <laughs> alphabetically. I never and... gyrate. <laughs> <laughs> I was raised. I was raised correctly. I will admit to no gyration. I do all the gyrating for the group. So I'm Tracy. Gyration and... equals damnation, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a T-shirt. I'd buy that shirt. Yeah. One hundred percent. I'm Tracy. This is Aaron. Hey. That's Bobby. Hi. And I'm Michelle. The they can't ginger. actually see us, you know, who you're pointing to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's just use your minds, use your imagination. We're your captors for the night. Oh, so geez. tonight, the song you're going to have to listen to with us oh, great. is another postcard. Can't imagine so many monkeys in the Daily Mail And all of them coming anonymously so they leave no trail Never thought I'd have an IRA from overseas But someone is sending me stationery filled with chimpanzees Some chimps in swimsuits Some chimps are swinging from a vine Some chimps in jack boots Some chimps that wish they could be my... Oh, how fitting. <laughs> Why? Why? Because I fitting? sent you guys a, a postcard months ago and I never got a reply back. That's why I'm here. Wait, was that the oh. one with chimpanzees on it? Yeah. Oh, that was you. That you know what? Because ever since we had no idea, we only got that last week, or maybe just Tracy just kind of dug it out of the, the, the dustbin there. You guys will never show me our mail. <laughs> I never, I never saw Bobby it. Bobby never saw it. Thanks a lot. You Bobby's guys. like my favorite one. Nobody tells yeah. me nothing. I tell you. <laughs> well, we had to be careful because if we showed him it, some kind of sophomoric humor would come oh, out. Yeah, oh, yeah, we geez. don't want that sophomoric humor here. <laughs> We're all about that junior humor. Yeah. Oh my god. 17-year-old. <laughs> we passed our well, midterms. We're going to in. He's not going to listen to us now. He's not going to listen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Becca's here as well with us. Yes, yeah, hello, Becca. Hey, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. We decided to keep her around for another week. <laughs> this one is actually probably my favorite out of the two that we listened to. To review for the ones that I've listened to. Today. Yeah. Uh, it's... Oh, by the way, Becca, we don't usually tie people up, and that's why you're still kind of roaming free. Yeah, so it, yeah. We'll it's... take care of that later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, speaking, wow. uh, speaking of, uh, you know, Please my my, my ropes are a little out. tight. <laughs> you know, guys, we have company. We should be on our best behavior here. I don't know what that well, is. Guys, wait! Why did I have to break in? I only came here to talk. Huh? 
Nah, nothing? Okay. Well, let's tell them at least what album this song is on. So this yeah. song is from the album Everything to Everyone Again. E2E. Well, Everything to Everyone. E2E. I to From 2003. Uh, we can also find this song on the hits from Yesterday and the Day Before album. Even though it wasn't much of a hit. So, and by the way... Wikipedia, you need to fix Uh-oh. this page about this page specifically. BNL was reggae rapping long before Snow and released their first album <laughs> before his one and only hit. And this song was not inspired by the Canadian artist. I would be lying if I said that listening to this, I didn't get a whiff of Snow. But it may just be because the weather outside is frightful right now, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what am I talking about? This must be mid-April by now, surely. (laughs) (laughs) This song, I think Snow is evocative of this song. (laughs) I I mean, Snow did it before this song, but Ed was rapping long before Snow was. Dude. You know say Daddy Me Snow, they all gonna blame. A licky boom boom down. I feel like Ed perfected it, though. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you that's go. kind of what it is. It's like he took the concept at the very least and then just molded it and made it better. All right, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Judges will allow it. <laughs> yes! All right. Yes! <laughs> You're on the board, Michael. Yes! <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take unnecessary facts for 200. <laughs> oh, we're all about this. Too many more hits like that, and he's going to actually get out. He's going to be able to get out of that accordion. So this is definitely a Paige Robertson song in every way. They definitely collaborated on this throughout the song. Yes. I'm agreeing with you. Does anyone have any information on this song? Yes, I do. If you want to hear it. No. No, I I would be more amused if you wasted your time. No, Pantomime you, it. Well, I could go. <laughs> do you want me to wait before I go into the stuff about the video or just about the song? I'd say launch, in, launch oh, right. Just the song to okay, start well. with, like any facts. We'll get to the video. Okay, sure. <laughs> no, like I mean, obviously, like you said, this is from their album E2E. There are some really nice songs on that album, but for some reason they chose this one as the single to go out. You know, to sort of uh, be their first. For some reason. They no, I know, I know that they didn't. That their record company, which is Reprise Records, for this album, they were hoping, mm-hmm. of course, to have the same kind of success that they had with like One Week and Pinch Me. But unfortunately, that was not the case. <laughs> they feel as though, or at least from what I read, that that could be part of why the sales for this album weren't exactly as stellar as some of their others. Which it actually sort of surprises me because there's some good songs on this album, like. We talked about Aluminum already, and then there's like Maybe Katie, yeah, which is song. a very nice song. So I'm surprised something mm-hmm. like Maybe Katie wasn't the like kickoff single because it's well, it, it, a perfect sort of radio sort of thing. And I mean, well, it you know. wasn't because they were trying to get the hits with the same thing they got with Pinch Me and the same thing. Yeah, that but they like got with Pinch Me is a much better song than rapping. this. But, um, <laughs> oh, I, I know what you guys are talking about. I think Shopping is the best song on that album. <laughs> <laughs> that's like my montage sequence you guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> now it needs to be in a film as the montage sequence. oh totally like i uh, that's uh, the first time i heard that because because i'm fairly new to to bare naked ladies so when my when my girlfriend was you know giving me her whole music collection basically i just ate them up and the fact that you guys are doing this podcast i was like cool i'll just listen along and <laughs> i stumbled upon that song you know uh, and even with another postcard too i think another postcard is definitely my favorite from that album but i don't know just something about this album just feels different than the others it you're correct it's definitely different <laughs> it's much more happy poppy and upbeat than than their last two albums before this i think yeah aluminum always gets me like Jumping up and down and happy, whatever. That, that, that one is. I love that song, but then again, I'm a I'm all about the. No, no, I, I I liked I liked it a lot too. I'm just saying it's not. Yeah, I'm just giving Tracy a hard time. What you, Bobby? Never. Bob, Bobby's giving me a hard time because he and I were living together at that time, and he had to listen to this poor CD over and no. over and over again. There are songs that I like a lot, but we won't get to talk about them until like. I don't know, two years from now or something. <laughs> so, um, 
<laughs> That's pretty much true of everything at this point. Yeah, we're still like halfway so, through the A's at this point. Yeah, almost there. We're almost there, guys. So this song was inspired. I heard different renditions of this same story, but similar. One says it was Ed. The other one says it was Steven. I couldn't find a definitive decision on which it was. But one of the two, I'll say uh, Steven, just for, for simplicity's sake, a neighbor of Steven's sent the postcard depicting a chimpanzee <laughs> to one of his kids. And so that immediately Not creepy at all. to kind of write this song. Originally, it was written as a joke song. It wasn't meant to be like their, their release. The record company decided to grab it and go with it because they wanted more rap type songs like Pinch Me in One Week and they're like oh that's what will make us our money on this album I yeah. agree that it probably was not their, the one that they should have put on as a single it's a great song I think but um, it probably wasn't their one that they really could have put out there to, to process I love that they yeah. call this like a rap song like uh, Pinch Me in One Week it's like yeah I'm sure like all the folks at 8 Mile are like yeah lay down yeah. lay down those sick rhymes B&L <laughs> Come on. I think I recall Dr. Dre saying, listen, you haven't heard rap. So you've heard the musical stylings of these gentlemen from Canada. They are top notch. Hey. Well, they had Snow, they had Eminem, then they had b &L. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and you have Weird Al. By the way, actually, legitimately great rapper. He is. Yeah. Did you when see he finds him? that flow, man. Yeah. Have you seen? Did you see him as Isaac Newton on the epic rap battles? Yeah. Oh, that was, was amazing. Terrific. That was amazing. Yeah. He's terrific. He's great, man. Yeah, and even and even with the um the the Hamilton polka that just came out recently, <laughs> having to do certain bits of the the rap yeah. with that is just real. Like it's crazy. He, I didn't know he could rap that fast. Besides, with white nerdy, I it's guess. But. So fast. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. according to him, on on Fallon, he said because uh, you know he wrote it as something to be recorded. And that's how he was able to like do it this fast. Like he doesn't imagine. He said he couldn't imagine doing it live because oh, of the yeah. speed of it. Right. But. Well, and he's done it a lot of songs. He's got you know. So he's got Jerry Springer. He's got White and Nerdy. You know. He's got Couch mm -hmm. Potato. Like not. He doesn't avoid the rap song. No, I was being one hundred percent serious. I think he's great well. at rapping. Like he's legitimately talented. No, no, I me mean, too. He does, he does any style. That's I mean to. I mean, if to as 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 a member of the Weird Alphabet podcast, I feel like I should definitely uh, go to his defense in saying that uh, even though he does perform White and Nerdy live, he slows it down a lot so that way he can actually do it. You would fairly have to easily. I mean, I would yeah, think good so. God. Well, and on his new tour, has he actually done Hardware Store yet? Because that one, no, I he he'll never he'll it. never do that one. He'll never do it. <laughs> like he's he's out, gone out of his way saying I will never perform this song live and i think at this point the it's too much of there's too much pressure with that so we've got off the beaten track a little bit <laughs> <laughs> um, poo. Skosh. Yeah, skosh. So, yeah. nice little fact about this song or about this whole album actually uh i think this is the perfect album for for having michael on actually because this album spans coast to coast it was mastered in portland maine at Gateway well, Massive. I'm guessing Bob Ludwig. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but it was recorded in North Hollywood, California. Huh. At Royal Tone Studios. And it Perfect. was mixed. Oh, legit. Yeah. And it was mixed in Burbank by Michael Shipley. So there couldn't be wow. a more perfect song for you to join us, could it? The hell you say. <laughs> I've... I know where Burbank is. <laughs> it, I think I actually have been to, but like I've driven past both of those places. I'm the the specific recording studios, but that's cool. That's cool. Hey, so while I was like rummaging through your guys' stuff, I found this weird box that looks like it's never been used. Can we? Can we like? I'm gonna press this button. I'm gonna see what's got what's gonna what it does. It's never been used. That must yeah, be the the Bobby says something nice button. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't see any cords connected to Bobby, so I don't. I don't know if uh, unless unless you Bluetooth Bobby. Tracy was the mean one last time, so I was relishing that. Actually, <laughs> it won't happen often. All right. I think this. I think it's a sound effects box. I'm gonna press it. No whammy. No whammy. Break down. Break down. Break down. Aaron's gonna talk about construction and time. Boom. <laughs> What was that? Where'd you find That's, that? Oh. I, I, I don't know. I found it underneath the couch. Holy cow. We got to start using that. 
I know you guys have a couch. Uh, yeah, we gotta use that a lot more often. <laughs> All right, so I man. made the couch out of duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I guess we have to do it. Aaron, tell us a little bit about the song, the music here. Okay, sure, sure. So as we pointed out, there's a reggae-like rap verse section. Uh, the song itself is approximately 86 beats per minute. Kind of reminds me of Sublime, and the chord progression actually reminds me a lot of The Joker by Steve Miller Band, believe it or not. Uh, Becca was actually pointing that out. With, she was kind of doing the bass line as we were listening to it. But it's got the intro, it's got a verse, it's got sort of a pre-chorus transition from verse to chorus. So I would call that like a B section maybe. The intro is more or less like the, the chorus chords. Uh, so the chorus, of course, you would say the verse would be A, the pre-chorus would be B, the chorus would be C. So we have intro, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, verse 2, pre-chorus, chorus, verse 3, bridge, and then you vamp on the chorus until the song ends. So it's sort of a C A B C A B C A D C C C C cab 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 cad. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's actually structurally speaking one of the more complex songs we've seen uh, thus far. But the simple nature of the the kind of the the song is deceptive. Uh, and the repetitive chorus kind of masks that. Very simple from a chord structure point of view. It's mostly one six two four. It's kind of a very familiar kind of uh, again like the Joker, C Miller band. Very kind of common chord progression. I I'll be honest. I, I was going back and forth because uh, we had some people had said they liked this better than the other one last week. Some people said they liked this better than we had recorded another heartbreak last week, of course. So some people said they like this better, some people said they like this not as much. I was going kind of back and forth on it. Honestly, I might normally be inclined to say I liked Another Heartbreak a little more, because I am one for the more maudlin tunes. As Bo Burnham once said, I hate catchy choruses, and I'm a hypocrite. Very catchy <laughs> chorus, and I actually really enjoyed it. It's, it's stuck in my head, and it's kind of a nice song. It's, it's kind of a party song, you know what I mean? You just kind of put it on and, and have good times, so... I, I enjoyed it. It certainly is uh, something that I would not, uh, probably wouldn't turn off, wouldn't skip over. All right. Okay. Very cool. All right. Cool. That's nice of you to say. Becca, did you have any uh, insight into the music there? Honestly, I kind of like this song for the same reasons why I like uh, Do It in the Road by the Beatles. It's just kind of <laughs> like, it's one of those, yeah. what were they writing, but I don't care, I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> so like... Yeah, like, like you said before, like, they kind of wrote it as a joke song, and in a way, like, I kind of like that they can, like, take something that was meant as a joke and just kind of, like, roll with it and go with it and make it sound good, you know? So. Let, let's, let's hear from our captive here. Like, you're, you're a music man, aren't you? A music man? Is there trouble in River <laughs> He's City? He's a what? He's a what? <laughs> there is. <laughs> Tell us a little bit what you think of the music and the song. Me? Yeah. We're pointing the spears at you. Oh, oh yeah. I Our thought you captain. said captain. I was like captain. Oh, captive, I my you captive. Said captain too. Oh. So I'm like, see, that's what I thought. Oh, really? Like, captain. Captive. You got to put your. Oh. You got to with your capped. I'm a mumbler. Um, Who's our captain? Right. Well, honestly, I man, the first time I heard this song, I I was at loss for words and. Uh, I thought that just the breakdown of it, like it's been stuck in my head, even just leading up to this recording, I, it's been stuck in my, in my head. I, I've been losing sleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nice. But no, for real, like it's, it's, it's very fun. I hadn't seen the music video until very recently, and I was expecting something completely different than what they had filmed. Sure. Like I legit was thinking that they were going to do a bunch of uh, photos like like basically like a photo shoot of these different like chimpanzees in these different <laughs> outfits and personally i thought that would have been absolutely amazing like even if it was just like drawn just yeah. to kind of like like showcasing what they're talking about just to add to the absurdity of it because it's like to me i i would have never have thought that they would have tried to have marketed this as a hit like this just seems like one of those like yeah. sleeper that is true sleeper hits that you're just like oh yeah we'll it's make an a unlikely video. single mm. yeah just so sort of the, the I don't know like a, a British chimp in the bath like you know just like <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> that is the best <laughs> rhyme in the whole song rhyming British you doing the British version of bath boss yeah. and then rhyming it with goth like yeah that, we we kind of laughed at that Becca yeah. and I laughed at that. Kind of an we really like that. Uh, I will say in the music video, I was hoping to see uh, Ronald Reagan <laughs> lookalike in a bedtime for Bonzo situation, but I was sad, <laughs> sad that that did not occur. 
But otherwise, oh, I, I quite enjoyed it. That would have been great. <laughs> uh, or Tony Danza in Going Ape. Oh, there By the way, go. if no one has <laughs> seen or listened to this song yet, just in case you haven't ever heard this song, <laughs> the song basically is about this person who continues to get postcards that have chimpanzees from the, this anonymous postcard sender, and it is driving the writer of the song absolutely ape to... <laughs> To act to keep in. getting these things over, uh, and over and he's just going bananas. So, wah, wah. I, is this is this magic? <laughs> is this absurdism or magical realism? You tell me. I I actually have a theory on on this song because like I again like just my my imagination runs wild, and so whenever I have to like dissect a Weird Al song, I always have to like put myself in a different position just to be like okay wait well, is the song about this is the deeper meaning this like yeah. i don't believe there's another person i 100 percent don't <laughs> believe that there is another person that's sending him these cards i think that he has like a split personality disorder mm, i like <laughs> and, that interpretation and that's why they're showing up anonymously because you literally just Norm like Bates. yeah it's just it's just there they just they're they're <laughs> always there and that's why they're always following him and know where he's at Maybe. because you know, wherever so you maybe it's kind of like Memento, Tyler and he just yeah. gets all these things. So again, is this Steven or is this Ed that has the split personality? Ah, we'll leave that to the well. audience. <laughs> maybe Steven and Ed are the same person. Right? Maybe Ed is Steven's split personality, or vice versa. We oh, have a it's like a primal, primal fear type thing. <laughs> Well, because you know, you know what I mean. Like that actually could work. Because like whenever the chorus kicks in, it's all very like happy, and then when it gets back to like, oh, now I gotta talk about these chimps and swimsuits and jack boots, <laughs> you know. And you're like, can I just say, I, I literally just blew my own mind because I just thought, what if the pro, what if the main character from Primal Fear, played by Edward Norton, is the same character in Fight Club years later? I <laughs> <laughs> would explain so much. Wait. wait. Aaron, that literally blew your mind. Yeah, that, like my mind just actually. Out. Yeah, she needs to like Clean apply up on aisle three. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever blows my mind. M- Michelle, you've been rather quiet over there. <laughs> okay, here I go. I want. Right. I want to start by saying that I have been a bare naked ladies Uh-oh. fan since the mid nineties. Oh wait, wait, freeze, freeze. Michael, do we have a hater of the week button over there? Oh, hold on, hold on. I think, oh, I think we need it right now. Let me, let me see, let me see here. Not so fast, Kibasabi. I'm letting Michelle go first, but... Yeah, uh, Michelle, I, I, we, I saw you drinking something. Was that Haterade yeah, over there? I... <laughs> Bobby and I are going to be tagged in for haters of the week. Um, I love the Bare Naked Ladies. However... I hear this song, another postcard, and all I hear is the <laughs> stepson of one week. I hear that Ed's <laughs> rapping at the beginning, and all I hear is chickity China, the Chinese chicken. It's the Chinese same chicken. thing. It's the same thing, but not yeah. as good. And I just feel like this is, yeah. I can't get through the song. I can't get through the song. It physically pains me. I feel like they're trying too hard. Wow. And I can't make it through. I want to, but I can't. Savage. I'm sorry. I love the Bare Naked oh. Ladies, but this song is my le- least favorite. I literally wow. cannot get through the song. I have to turn, <laughs> oh. I, I have wow. to turn it off. I've. You're turning me into Owen Wilson over here. Wow. wow. But you know what's interesting wow. about that is that I'm pretty sure that the way that I found out that one week was by them was because I yeah. started singing it she, when I was listening yeah, to Bethany. Like, I was listening to this. She's like, and it sounds like, like one oh, week. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, that makes so much like, sense. Oh. <laughs> postcard is the same. <laughs> yeah. Too much. Ed is trying too hard. They're trying too hard. It's get... It's not working. Just stop. Don't do it. You are going to get so many postcards in the mail now. I'm sorry. Pe- I, and, and if people want to... S- you think that the label might have pushed them to yeah, make a single probably. similar to One Week and that kind of just... It's entirely possible. I think that maybe the they were being pushed to do it. If people want to send hate mail, they certainly can. You're welcome to disagree with me. Uh, like I said, I love this band. <laughs> I support everything they do. I Not this. I just can't. I cannot. <laughs> 
You don't have to defend yourself. Wait, Michelle, the heart wants what it wants, right? We like what we like. We don't what we don't. (laughs) You don't need to defend yourself or explain yourself. Now, I will say this. My heart does not want. Becca brought up a good point. Becca brought up a very good point, which was this. Supposing someone at the label said, "Hey, you guys, wait, sorry, this is my label A and R man with a cigar. All right, you guys did that one week song. Uh-huh. We need another song like that. Why don't you do one like that?" Right. Oh, that's exactly yeah. what the song sounds like. That's exactly what it sounds like. Wait, because this was a joke song. In my mind, this was their equivalent of Beck doing "Loser," right? Where Beck went into the studio, he laid down like a demo. The label said, this is rubbish, we hate it, we don't like it. And then they just kind of left him in the studio for half an hour, and he made Loser, like, in one take, just messing around, making a joke song. And they're like, oh, we love this, you're, you're hired. <laughs> I feel like this was the equivalent of that, where they were like, oh, sure, we'll make a song like that. And they just kind of made a funny, silly song that didn't have any real... You know, they're yeah, just having like, fun. It was like, and I like way. it. It's not. It's not. I mean, I wouldn't I, put it up no. against some of their other stuff. You know, I, like I said, alternative girlfriend, yeah. uh, uh, stuff like that. Alcohol, a no, no. I put those songs above this song, but I enjoyed this song, and for sure, <laughs> for what it was, I felt like. You know, it's just a happy-go-lucky. It's I a party song. To I, I can't listen to it. I can't listen to it. More, more than like. This is an Andrew WK song. I feel like they didn't make the song for anyone to really necessarily enjoy. It was more like their way of still having control know. over well, the music, even though they knew like, what the labels wanted. You know, that's an interesting take. I mean, well, a lot of artists do that. You know, they feel. They feel pushed by the label to do things. That's why that. Prince turned and himself like, okay, into a symbol. I'll do what you want, but I'm going to do it on my time and the way that I want to do it. Like, I'm going to take as much. Sorry. Uh, yeah. You know no, what I mean? I like, I'm going to take the liberties that I can with this. So. Uh, Michael, you sorry, you were, didn't mean to interrupt you earlier. Were you trying to say something, sir? I know we have you at spear point here, but. Yeah. No, I mean, I, ba- I was basically going to say, like, there's, uh, you know, I, there, there is a lot of pressure when it comes to the, to the recording studios. Like, I know there's been plenty of songs that I've covered for uh, on the Weird Alphabet mm-hmm. where Weird Al had to just make a parody for the sake of, you know, pleasing the, the execs. You know, like, Living with a Hernia. Living with a Hernia. <laughs> yeah, like, they, because they, that whole entire parody, not to get in, too into Weird Al for the show... But like that whole entire parody was only because the the living with living in America was on the same was the, with the same record label, and they're like I hey, didn't know that. Parody is. Yeah, I figured it was because of Rocky Three. Four. Well, four. No, but that's the, yeah. <laughs> was it four? Yeah, okay. four. It was four with okay. uh, Dolphin. That makes more sense with the patriotic U.S. versus the USSR <laughs> theme. Yeah, I thought for some reason that was a clever line. My last thing I was going to say is that I feel like sometimes, though, depending on the set pieces that are in motion when an artist has to undergo a song process like that, like developing a song, it can either pump out like the worst thing humanly possible or they can pump out something that's genuinely fun. And at the very least with this, I feel like it may not have been the most fun they had with the song. But it definitely like there. There's some moments where you're like, "All right, cool, sure, let's." Yeah, like the boss. <laughs> yeah, or like, a, du- like a shaved chimp that chimps devoid of any hair, and running <laughs> yeah. that with a chimp in women's underwear. You know, like yeah, it, like, yeah you can tell that they're not trying to be serious. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna have to argue with you, Michelle. Don't kill me. No, I won't. Okay, I'm I might tie you up with. with you. I might tie you up with Michael though. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I'm backing up a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that I I like Ed's rhyming in this, and I like Ed's lyrics yeah. in this, and I almost and this is this is sacrilege, and this does not come out of my mouth easily. You like this better than one week? Uh, no, 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 no. I won't say that. I won't ever go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I think that the lyrics, at least in the rhyming parts, are better connected in this song than in one week. In one week, they're very. Uh, stream of consciousness and i love that mm-hmm. and you know they they're fast paced they're they're catchy they're fun this song though i one of the things i like about the lyrics and the rapping for this is that all the lyrics make sense to the theme of the song so tracy in your opinion if one week had a chimpanzee <laughs> theme would it be vastly improved? No. Yeah, it's been one chimp such a- <laughs> well that's what this is though that's what this but is I, I, I I would never say that there's any way to improve on one week. One week is 
for me, like masterpiece. Unless, of course, you're you're making the Weird Al parody of it. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Jerry Springer. When when they invited me onto the Weird Alphabet that week, one of the things I had to say (laughs) that made it hard for me to choose between one week and Jerry Springer was the lyrics for Jerry Springer all connected together. Like that—that <laughs> that was one of the things I had to give to Weird Al was that it worked that for that reason. And we'll get to that when we get to one week, or if you go over and listen to the Weird Alphabet uh, on that that episode. Shameless plug. Uh, Insert that, plug this here. This song I will give it that to end, <laughs> that the lyrics all join together and they all make sense, one following the next, and there is a an overarching theme that goes to this song, and there and there's sure. a storyline that follows throughout the song from one verse to the next. No, definitely. Like he even like in the beginning, it's just a mildly annoying. And then now he's like moving. He's completely moving (laughs) somewhere completely different. I think that's what really sells it for me is the progression as the scene. You can, it's kind of like, I don't know. This is going to be a deep cut here, guys. I apologize, but this is what happens to me when I drink. Uh, If you're a fan of the, the sketch comedy show, Mr. Show, there's a sketch called uh, pre-taped Colin show where he keeps going back one week <laughs> and he shows like he's like pulling out a TV showing last week's show and as it goes back he has more and more hair indicating he's been literally pulling his hair out in frustration <laughs> more and more every week. It's a small detail but it really sells it for me. Uh, it's like that, yeah. When you see the progression like that, to me, comedy is tragedy plus time, or it's tragedy that happens to someone else, they say. So I think this here is a, a great example of that. As it escalates, it just gets more and more well, funny. And, and later in the song, it doesn't just like take this thing where he's getting more and more mad and he's going insane. But then you get to the Stockholm Syndrome part where he starts to actually identify <laughs> with it and actually look for yeah. the postcards. Even though it's driving him nuts, he's actually like waiting for them. So I love that about the song. This is turning into like an, um, this American life story here, you know? I'm expecting Ira Glass to be like, and, and that's a funny thing about getting postcards with chimps on them. Sometimes maybe that's the thing you start to look forward to every week. I can't do Ira Glass as good as Fred Armisen, but uh, I do love that, that show. That was good, though. It was good. <laughs> Thank you. And the other thing I like about this song that is is strictly B and L, it is it is a joke song. It is not meant to be yeah. taken seriously. Oh, it's been one week. No, it's been uh, like fifteen episodes since I started to join the show, and uh, fourteen or fifteen episodes. And I feel like already I've identified so much with the dad jokes. There's so much dad humor and puns and like uh, stuff that I appreciate more as I age, certainly. <laughs> and it's, a, I really kind of appreciate that kind of intentionally corny and quirky humor. It's great. And I, I enjoy it. I enjoy this song. As I said, so Michelle, you're totally entitled to not like it. I totally get it. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Michael, I wish you were here in an episode where I love the song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Michelle's the- usually oh, I know. very, I listen very to positive. The, I listen to the show. Like I, I definitely oh, I hear good. it. Yeah. So you know, I'm not a hater. By no, but you you bring up a valid point. Like it just it's because of the fact that it feels uh, forced that it kind of it loses it loses forced. its uh, force. It, it loses its magic. Yeah. There's no magic. Yes, exactly. Hmm. The, there's no magic. It's all forced and squeezed, yeah. and it just doesn't work. Do you think that if it had been done differently musically, it would be different for you? I think Michelle just hates chimpanzees. <laughs> or do you... That too. No wonder you never wrote dirty back. apes. Damn dirty apes. Exactly. Or is it just like, I don't know, it is a ridiculous song. It's it's because it sounds like it's trying to be one well, week and it's was, not one week. Okay, that was yeah. my follow-up question, Michelle. If one week did not exist, well, would, you, would you be as harsh on this song? If, if one week didn't exist, I would at least give this song a chance. But because one week does exist, <laughs> I've already heard it and I already love it. This one is just like, no, get out of my face. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> What's weird is that I only ever like recognize like the chorus part of the song. And then when me the rapping too. starts, it just kind of like gets blocked as out. Soon as it, well, so, Cause it just sounds exactly like one. Week I had heard this song it, before, like, but I didn't realize it until the chorus kicked in. I was like, Oh yeah, I know this song. Yeah. I know this song. But it's, it's, it's a fine song. And I mean that in the, in the nicest sense. Fine being good. Fine being a, a fine Fine being listenable for most. So we've been talking for about <laughs> 30 minutes, and we've only briefly yeah. scratched on the video. Oh, Bobby. Oh, Bobby did some that, research. Yeah. Wait, do you, do you have a button for that, Michael? Oh, yeah. yeah let me Sorry, see. Let me see. Uh, this one. Oh. 
I was going to say that, like, ever, like <laughs> we had to watch, like, the video, like, five times when we were just listening to it <laughs> to analyze it. Yeah. And every time the intro of the video starts and the guy, like, yells, I just can't help but laugh. Like, it makes me laugh. And so, I don't know. I just love that the video is just as ridiculous as the song You know, it's what, you, you brought up the Beatles <laughs> earlier. And, like, I mean, certainly, I, I'm a huge Beatles fan. And I, well, wouldn't, Joe, I wouldn't compare this song directly to any Beatles song. I hope not. But it did kind of feel to me like early Beatles, Hard Day's Night, kind of the funny you silliness say, of, yeah. of that song. Well, the reason why I said that it specifically yeah. reminded me of... Why don't we do it in the road? Is because Paul literally wrote that about monkeys <laughs> doing it in the road. Like he made a song about that. That's what oh, that's about. And gonna, there you so, go. Like, that's kind of. I thought you were gonna go for uh, the one with me and my monkey. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think Everybody it was just the fact that like he wrote it as like specifically as a song that wasn't meant to be taken seriously. Yeah. So it reminds me of that a lot. And Michelle is left. She's just outraged. <laughs> She's like, Bye. how dare you compare this song to the Beatles? I hate this song. I hate you. Oh, yeah, but dead. well, I mean, anything that Paul puts out is, becomes liquid gold. Like, seriously, I don't know what it is, but if anyone else had written that song, it would have been. I'm here. Hmm. I had to get some water because I'm so enraged. She drank too Your much Haterade. She needs to balance it out with some water. I had to quench the fire. <laughs> it's the ginger fire. Some H2O. <laughs> so, Bobby, tell us a little bit about the video. <laughs> okay. So, the video for another postcard. As you all saw, it's uh, kind of a parody on uh, old B monster movies and Jim's disaster hero. movies. We've got. <laughs> it starts with the opening credits with Stephen Page as Ernie Simmons, M.D., saying "Good night, fair chimp," and then Ed Robertson as Colonel Max Shannon saying "You don't scare me." We're followed by Kevin Hearn as Taffy O'Donnell. He's like a mountain with legs. Jimmy Cregan <laughs> as Private Chaps Putnam. He's just so big. And Tyler Stewart as Chi <laughs> Sullivan screams. We are getting a full reenactment And then we have today, the title folks. card. Well, no, I just, you know, for people to give, give the idea. Oh, no, so the title card then. <laughs> and then. Chip, he was just listening. And then he strums a G chord three times. Okay. And then he moves his hand on the guitar neck to make a different chord. So, all right. <laughs> I'll skip everything else I'm a and oh, just okay. say I give this song a two. So there, the end. <laughs> we have alienated uh, Ouch! Ouch! Dropping no, bombs! Um, dropping bombs! The video was directed by Phil Harder, who has directed hundreds of music videos in his career, from artists such as Soul Asylum. The Afghan Wigs, Lisa Lowe, Bobby McFerrin, The Cranberries, Foo Fighters, Incubus, Matchbox 20, uh, Pulp, Prince. Yes, he directed the video for Cinnamon Girl. And even Hilary Duff, as oh, well as other b songs like Pinch Me and Get In Line. This is a wide and varied catalog. Just for, let's see, for anyone who might be interested, obviously, there's footage that's made to look like a B-movie of the guys with the chimp kind of smashing through town um but it also contains footage from a real disaster film called earthquake kind of spliced in and then in between we've got the band playing in what is supposed to be toronto cn tower which becomes a rocket at the end of the film uh, at oh, spoilers. the video and blast off which is a nod to the spoiler alert well which is and let me say i i gotta say I never knew that BNL was so strong. They are jumping at like 10 Gs. They're jumping off the ground. Like they are like super strong. No, definitely. I mean, that's just does not seem possible when you think about it. But hey, you know what else isn't possible, Tracy? A gigantic <laughs> chimp. I know it's <laughs> Michael. Surely you're not questioning the validity of. <laughs> oh, the, I believe the, the chimp. chimp. <laughs> Thank God that's not possible. Mm. <laughs> Didn't you guys see that movie King Kong? That was a documentary, right? That was a biopic. <laughs> Biopic. Park was also. Hey, chimps are closely Philly related to gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we interrupted. That's okay. <laughs> so I'm kind of done. This song gets a two. You guys can talk. 
<laughs> well, I mean, the rocket launching bit is very much like what Gamera, mm. like because like I I remember watching that when my buddy and I were like just binging all of these like yes. uh, those Godzilla films, and I and I saw that I'm like what, and when I double checked on the. Uh, with with research here, you know, I, I realized it was. It was actually a direct reference to it, which is awesome. But again, like, I just wish <laughs> that it would have had more of the monkeys in the actual outfits. I wonder if, if it just would have been more expensive to do that. I mean, like, because then, because, you know, they had, like, the one chimpanzee. So, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they just thought, oh, we could do, like, a monster movie. I'm just angry that Kevin Smith didn't use this song in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. It was used in a movie. Was it? Yeah, it's at the end of the, Space Chimps. The best movie of all time. I was not aware. You know what? Until this very moment, I had forgotten that Space Chimps was a thing. I wow. confused it with Space Cowboys with uh, Clint Eastwood. That's where it f- belongs. Like you were better off yeah. for not remembering that. Any which way but loose. Which, oh. ironically, that brings us right... Hold on, wait. When did Space Cowboys come out? Because in The Joker... By Steve Miller Band, which this is the same chord progression as. The first line is, some people call me the Space Cowboy. 2000. Conspiracy or or, or coincidence? You tell me. I don't know. <laughs> space Cowboys came I'm out. I'm just asking questions. Some people call me the Space Chimpanzee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some call me the monkey of love. The monkey of love. <laughs> so, the, so I'm taking the chimp- chimpanzees called Maurice then. There we go. Yes. Perhaps. Oh. Yep. <laughs> there you go. There it is. I can't whistle. Tracy, Tracy, what do you yes. rate this song, sir? How many chimpanzees would you give this I song? I don't know. Is, is that what we're rating it, Michelle? We're yeah. rating it as chimpanzees. Absolutely. All right. So I, <laughs> I'm going to be on the polar opposite end, I think, from Michelle. I love this song. I love the video. I have this on my iPod. I will listen to it incessantly. <laughs> um, I'm calling my it. kids love it. Um, it. This is the song that I warped. Well, I, I warped this whole album when it came out, but this was one of the songs that I listened to over and over again when the album first came out. I, the video is just amazing. Um, I, I love old B-horror movies, and I, I thought this was an amazing video. I give this song a 4.5. Ooh, wow. interesting. Right. Okay. Wow, he was right oh between what god. I thought. Interesting. Are wow. you? Oh my god. I don't know. I think we need to take a vote on whether Tracy's <laughs> allowed to vote for songs. Oh. Ouch. Break songs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I didn't like another heartbreak. Aaron, what do you rate this song? How I- many... Ch- I've, been, I've been going back I've and forth, I've seen that. Michelle. I've been seeing that. I've been going... I don't know. I, I just feel like I, I feel like regardless of what I, I, I don't want to be meta here. I don't want to uh, I don't want to say compared to everybody else or take that into account. I got to make you it. You have for to me. make it your so ultimately your own choice. Yeah. Well, ultimately, I think this song deserves much better than where it's going to mm-hmm. end up because of all of our averages. But I have to give it my own. I cannot rate this higher than a you drift. Can't. Which I rated a three point five. You can't, she said. <laughs> no, but I, I can't. I, I, I do not like this song as much as I I'm like the drip. I'm supporting. However, she owns the no, web page. I mean, she owns the sheets. So what she, I mean by that is, wants. you have to go with your own gut. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like you, you, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. No, I mean, and while while I would like this song to be rated above seven, eight, nine. Uh, unfortunately, I cannot personally bring myself to give it a five, you know, because I certainly don't put it up there with alcohol, no. alternative girlfriend, a aluminum or aluminum, however you want to say it. So, uh, given that, I, I give this a three point four chimpanzees, a bit of a macabre rating because that means uh, slightly less than half of a chimpanzee somewhere running around. Uh, <laughs> but you know, honestly, I, I enjoyed that, the heck out of it. It's a fun song. It's the song kind of song. Like I said, it's a party song, and I'm not. I'm not even a party guy. I'm, I'm not. A, yeah, I'm, I'm not an Andrew WK kind of guy. But I can appreciate Andrew WK. And the thing is, when I finally kind of got Andrew WK and it clicked with me, it was like Norm Macdonald. You know, once I got Norm Macdonald and got his shtick, found him hilarious. Andrew WK, I realize what he's doing. <laughs> like that guy, he's actually doing something. It's a, it is an act. Make no mistake. Now it's not like a completely ironic thing. I think he's just a positive, fun guy and he likes to promote that kind of thing. But like once you like understand that, I feel like it changes your perception or something. And that was what I had with this. Where the first, you know, I feel like at first listening, I might have been like, yeah, I'm, uh, poppy, blah, blah blah blah. 
But um, the more I listened to it, and especially once I saw the video, I think it really made me enjoy the quirky attitude and the, the, the funny kind of just silliness of it. And I can appreciate silly. And sometimes you just need silly. And uh, I, I enjoyed this song. So I give it a solid 3.4. Certainly not, not my favorite thus far, but by no means a slouch and by no means a, a anything but a very solid song. Nice. So 3.4 out of me. That looks like me and Tracy are on the on the opposite end of Michelle and Bobby. Usually it's me and Bobby, I feel like, but maybe lately Michelle and Bobby have been yes. in the in the hater alliance. Maybe we're shifting. We're shifting. Who knows? Who knows who's gonna vote who off the island? But we need to we need to make an alliance with Michael now that he's here. Bobby, <laughs> earlier you said that you gave the song a yes. two. Is that true, or were you just? Is that your legit rating? Out? Um, I've I've actually okay. changed what? my mind. Ooh. I give it a <laughs> 1.9. Um, <laughs> no, okay. Here's the deal with this song for me. And um, quite frankly, I mean, I don't know. It's it's none of my business. <laughs> but, uh, Look, if you idiots yeah, want to like this song, that's fine, okay? But I'm just telling you how it is. That kind of it, undermines it, the whole it, point it, of the show. It feels, <laughs> it feels to me. No, I mean. If this were, if this were like, yeah, but like, how are we to talk about like these billionaires? Don't you know, anyway. Bobby? We're I mean, the God, I live in my, you know, uh, sophomore humor. <laughs> we're the gatekeepers. I live, I, I live in Dover, Foxcroft, Maine. I don't have any success okay, in my life. So who am I to like talk about anybody? Cards. But anyway, <laughs> but the point is, the point is, what I was gonna say. Is that I could see this song as being something fun for them to do, like maybe at a live show, like in a break in between some other songs. They just like throw Alec something Hunter. this out. It could be sort of fun, and, and I'm sure that would be a, a lot. I think the record label uh, did them a great disservice making this the single, uh, the leading single off of that album. I'm not the only one. I mean, this is like, you know, um, this was not a big hit for them in terms of, like, a single. Um, and I guess, I guess for me, and I've said this before, it's not up to me, like, who the band is. But I was saying this, like, earlier. And that is, like, singles like uh, like this, or, like, when I was younger, like, you know, because I'm not a fan of One Week either, sorry, but whatever. But like, I mean, it was kind of songs like that that kept me from listening. I mean, listening to some of their other music, which they've got a, a good amount of music that I really like a great deal. In fact, I think they're very talented people. Um, I think they're very smart, very talented. But I think that a song like this, almost for me anyway, it misrepresents what their best work sort of means to me. And I guess that's maybe why I, I rank it so low. Because as I say, I com I compare it to the rest of their catalog. So Okay. Anyway. So, so is it legitimately I mean, a 1.9? Yes. Oof. It just got, you got, ooh, it's cold in here. You can, you, you can send all angry postcards, hopefully with chimpanzees <laughs> uh, on them, gonna, to it's, Bobby. Uh, I love this. I haven't been the jerk since allergies in 2020 hindsight. Well, it's going to get a little colder. Yeah. I've made my feelings known. We all know how I feel. My score, I give the song a one. Whoa. Ouch. That's your lowest that's ever. That's the lowest ever. Lowest ever. I, that's I, that's wow. the lowest ever for anyone. I, I, just, for this, I can't understand song. rating yeah, it so lower far. than yes. the kids' songs, guys. But, you know. Wow. <laughs> it, it makes yeah. It makes sense, though. You did say it was your least favorite song of theirs, so. I have to give it a one. Sorry. Don't be sorry. Sorry, Ed and Steve, <laughs> but this is how I feel. And I feel like I have an invested interest because Steve and Ed and I are all the same age. I could, if I had gone to high school with them, we all would have been best friends. So I feel like I'm one of them. And Except I when right you to... said, hey, that song you wrote sucks so much. <laughs> I have a right to this feeling, so. Um, <laughs> Anyway. No, no, legitimately though, I, I'm yeah. Michael, Michael, our prisoner. How do you feel? Well, okay. So I let me preface it because there's a little bit of a story kind of involved here too. So yeah, my uh, my girlfriend uh, and her mom went to go see the Bare Naked Ladies back on uh, July 25th, 2004. That 
Yeah. Okay. And so, great show. Yes, it was with Alanis Morissette and wow. all that. Um, oh man. And so um, they they performed that. Uh, they performed another postcard there uh, during that concert, and uh, and so it. You know, when she was explaining to me the story and they, you know, sure, like her, her mom's actually currently visiting us right now. So it's a it was a nice little story time type of thing. Um, cool. Uh, I don't know, like combined with the, the, the fun factor of the song, combined with how much it, it means to to my girlfriend as well, which is why she was so adamant that I listened to this album, uh, as well as the fun story where she got a t-shirt from that concert that said, I heart the ladies on it. And it didn't say like bare naked ladies or anything on it. It was just that. So she would wear that to school and people thought that she was a lesbian. (laughs) And like, like genuinely. So at that point it's, I don't know for, for me with all of that combined, as well as the fact that the song, it's fun. The rhymes are pretty clever. To, for for what it is, what it's yep. supposed to be, I will rate it a little bit lower than what I like what I would because of the fact that it's the music video kind of kills it for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna put it at a three point five. Wow, good. Oh, yeah. Wow. We so, are in we are in alignment. Yeah. yeah. Well, Becca, how about you? I want to rate this song just for what it is mm-hmm. and what it's supposed to be because, like, if I was taking an account. You know, one week. Mm-hmm. It would That's definitely fair. lose value because it's already been done better. But for what it is, and I actually can, like, appreciate, like, silly things that are done mm-hmm. cleverly. You know what I mean? In that way, I'd probably give it a four because it's not nice. complete. Because I always like to take into consideration where you guys might put a one. I put that as something that's barely, like, even listenable at all. Mm-hmm. You know, something that, like... You, you just can't even get by. So, like... Guys, a one which, is Michael Bolton territory. Which for Bolton you guys is probably Let's... the case. It's probably the case, and I 100% can understand <laughs> that, that perspective of the song. Especially, you know, for someone that is a fan of all of their other work as well. For someone in experience that hasn't actually even listened to most of the songs that you've already mm-hmm. reviewed either... Um, I, I would definitely put this song at a four because it's listenable and I can kind of see myself or someone else doing this as a funny karaoke Yes, song, yes, you know I mean? yep. So I can see that. Yeah, karaoke or even just like when you're picking up around the house, a nice little song to put on and, and just have in the background. I think it's a, it's a, as you say, a very listenable song in the best meaning of the word. It's about the most listenable, nonsensical <laughs> thing. That... I'd just like to make one last no, comment, if I may, and then I'll stop talking. Because sure. I realize that I come off as kind of harsh and mean. I, I get that. But it's just that, like, it's not that I'm against fun songs or happy songs or things like that. It's just that, like, like a song like Pinch Me or some of their other, like, you know, sort of fun, fun songs... They still, like, have meaning to them. They still mean something, have some weight to them. And I guess this just, to me, it feels like... It, the the reason it's so low is that, like, it literally means nothing to me. It's a joke. It's like a four-minute joke. You know? That's it. That isn't funny. That isn't funny. Well, that isn't funny. Bobby... <laughs> I mean, I'm just going on a limb here. I mean, hypothetically, if I let's do a thought experiment. I'm not saying I'm going to do this, <laughs> but if I were to mail you a postcard with chimpanzees on it every week for three years, would the song have some <laughs> meaning to you? Would that improve your score if you could relate to it on a personal level? Um... While he's thinking of that, good luck finding them. They're, like, he's impossible like a- to find. I don't know, Michael, how you found that postcard. <laughs> uh, it was a fad at one point when this came out. It's, you can't find them anymore. No, not without paying uh, way too much money to get one. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for doing that. No, man. you're welcome. Yeah, no, definitely. No, 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 no. The one I found was, was uh, at my girlfriend's store that she works at. So it was like, oh, seren- how very serendipitous. Uh, but... <laughs> But yeah, no. I it, honestly, I did. Tr- I honestly was gonna try and spam you guys with a bunch of uh, a bunch of actual postcards. But then it was just like, man, this is like twenty bucks for like one postcard. <laughs> I can't. We're not. I can't afford $20. that. Twenty dollars. 
No. Wow. No. <laughs> Save up that Patreon That's money. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's the thought that counts, right? Speaking of thoughts, yeah. Bobby, do you have any any uh, response to that thought? I think I think he was so offended. No, that no. What? <laughs> my my response to that is is like I don't. <laughs> again, I maybe I'm just being a curmudgeon. A song doesn't have to be universal, but uh, I just don't like it. Come on, Bobby, <laughs> stop being stop being Robin Williams at the beginning of the movie and start being Robin Williams at the end of the movie. <laughs> Well, no, like, I mean, I get I get it. I mean, it depends no, on I, how you want to rate it. I do, it, too, really. honestly. If you're rating it in comparison to the other songs, or if you're just rating it based off of... Yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I, I felt like the heartless bastard when I'm like, these children's songs are terrible. <laughs> it's like they were written for children or something. So I, I get it, trust me. I, and, I, you know, as, as I said, the heart wants when it wants. Hey, you, you don't have to defend. The most depressing things are always going to be on the top of <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. We're all about that depressing right here. Depressing. Depression and anger... Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in the cage. You know, I'm all. You're, you're not. You're not a chimpanzee in the cage. No, no. I'm a rat in the oh, okay. cage. Definitely. So I'm gonna switch us over uh, to appearances just because of time here, where we're yes. at. Yeah, yeah. Take me cool. to a place where music sounds good again. A place where I could have been. So. Given that Michael is on the show, I found an appearance of that we just a couple of weeks ago, well, about a month ago, talked about the Bare Naked Ladies being on Gary and Mike. Well, Weird Al actually had an appearance on Gary and Mike as well. Whoa. He was on the show on the show for the episode called New York, New York. Do you know that, Michael? Uh, no. That that <laughs> is uh, I, that is an incorrect <laughs> statement, good sir. Uh, it, it is. It is incorrect. Uh-oh. He was oh. his character was was on the show, but it definitely was not Weird uh, Al. Oh, yeah, no, it was. I mean, at least the voice wasn't. Because uh, like, what what was the song he was parodying? Do you remember? Was, was, was it, it someone Lasagna? playing Weird Al? No, 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 no. No, uh, no, um, no. It was like an adult parody of something. Um, oh, it was. Oh, I don't remember. I don't have it in front of me now. Yeah, just insert the sound clip here. Uh, yeah, so clearly that wasn't Al. Uh, but I do have an Al, or not an Al cameo. Well, actually, yeah, kind oh, of. Okay. I do have an Al cameo and a uh, a bare naked ladies cameo. They both crossed really? paths at one point. Yeah, uh, well, at several points. But one point in particular was that uh, the bare naked ladies were a musical guest on the very first episode of the Weird Al show. Oh, wow! Yeah, they uh, yeah they performed Shoebox, which was uh, initially. One of those songs, like that, I I was like, wait, bare naked ladies, aren't they the guys that did one week? And then I was like, oh, this is my first yeah. time hearing something other than one week that they've done, and I, that's one of my favorite songs too. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was Shoebox of Lies. It's a great song. It's uh, yeah, it's a very great song. I'll come back for that song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They had no. I so we'll about see you in five that's years. Right. <laughs> Weren't they pirates or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, the the I don't know why they showed up. It was probably the most random uh, like in- introduction that the, you could have. It was basically like, well, that's the end of the episode. I learned my my lesson, and then they just show up and they're like, "Hey, we're the bare naked ladies." We're... <laughs> and he's like, "Wow, the bare naked ladies!" And wow, that, that's that was pretty a good, good weird hour right there. <laughs> Trust yeah. me, when you have to listen to him, <laughs> you pick up a few things. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I, I thought it was really great. Uh, and uh, it was a good way to, in- like, I love the Weird Al show for that reason, too, because it introduced a lot of different musical artists uh, to, uh, to a young mind that was myself. I don't know, guys. I, I, I like this guy. He just... He just backed me up when I like totally blew the appearance segment. Like he, he had your back. I did you ever know that you're my hero? Are we gonna I, have to pay for that? I think we gotta let him go. <gasps> do I get a, now? Yeah. We do. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Now we can't monetize this episode. <laughs> so so I, I think we should let him go. What do you guys think? Yeah, I guess. Oh, uh, honestly. 
this spear is made of jello anyway, so I wasn't expecting it to do much. Oh, it was? Wrong. I was wondering why it smelled like sour apple. Mmm, <laughs> mmm. Okay. So, but, so, Mike, before you head out the door, where can people find you? Uh, well, it's currently tied to a chair. Can I get out of this first? <laughs> all right, all right. I can't exactly cut it with my Jello spear. They would have a knife. <laughs> Let me untangle the uh, the accordion. Uh, all right, here. all right. Well, here, well, well, while you're while key. you're figuring that out, oh my! Oh, that would have worked. <laughs> uh, my teeth are made of Jello. Oh, je- oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's, wow! Yikes. Yeah, that's they're not very effective. No, I would imagine not. <laughs> I can eat I can eat corn in the cob if you grind it up I'm into a pie. I'm surprised you haven't eaten your own dentures. Yeah, I was about to say They that. are delicious. <laughs> uh, to answer your question, Tracy, you can find me on my podcast, The Weird Alphabet, where we discuss every Weird Al Yankovic song in alphabetical order, including the ones he never released on an album. So we're talking like the ones in concerts, the ones on TV shows, anywhere in between, really. But and you can find us on Twitter at Weird Al Pod. Uh, same thing as Instagram, at Weird Al Pod. And then Facebook, you can find us, Weird Al Podcast. Highly recommended. Yeah. Okay. It's a sure, very good you. podcast. I enjoy it. Yeah, Thank you. I, pre- I appreciate that, man. It's, uh, it means a lot, actually. Oh, wow. Oh, good. We can stalk you now. <laughs> I just realized we totally rip you, do- we totally rip you guys off. Hey, wow. Hey, we didn't rip th- well, we did rip them off. We ripped off alpha- the alphabetical po- podcast. Which we ripped off. Which, yeah. So you're ripping off a rip So off. you guys. <laughs> you're, you guys are like guys Apple. Oh, okay. You guys are like Apple and we're like Microsoft. What you're saying. <laughs> we're, like, we're, like the, we're like the third generation in multiplicity with Michael Keaton. We're like the oh. everything old is new again. Yeah. Oh, mm. Nice. Mm. nice. Well played. But you could also so, uh, <laughs> listen to the episode that Tracy was on, uh, which is yes. our coverage of the of Jerry Springer, the parody of One Week, <laughs> and that's actually one of our one of my favorite episodes because it's a Christmas episode. That was a lot of fun. Duh. It honestly, it honestly was. Yeah, uh, and it's our 99th episode, so. It was kind of like a cool nice. way wow. to tie into the 100th. And even if you aren't Weird Al fans, which Very first cool. of all, what's wrong with you? For real. But yeah, you really should if be. If you aren't Weird Al fans, please go listen to that show. It is extremely entertaining. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, yeah, it is really good. I put it you on really know, good. You know what? What? I, I don't think I was recording. Uh-oh. I I really messed what? up. You know what? Are you guys up for another spin? Uh No. No. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right, all right, great, fine. <laughs> Next. Oh wait, I did I change my rating. <laughs> One <laughs> chimpanzee. <laughs> so next week we can just dis- discuss <laughs> the song another spin. Then. Does that sound okay? That's <laughs> Mike, yeah. I, I, love I, to I have can you do back that. Sometime, anytime <laughs> you want. Yeah, really good to have you, Michael. Thank yes, you. Yes, thank you, with Michael, us. for letting thank us you for, I mean, thank you for being our captive, but, captive audience. But you know, just <laughs> don't break into our headquarters anymore. Just you know, come, we'll hang out. Just knock on the door next time. Okay. All right. Well. Um, all right. Well, I, I guess I'll I'll leave now <laughs> and uh, totally just uh, nonchalantly steal stuff. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Office supplies are down the hall to the left. <laughs> oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. And we will see everyone else next week for another spin. Bye, everybody. Have a good week. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Thanks. That was fun. Don't forget. No regrets. Except maybe one. All right, guys. I'm back. Hey. You miss me? Wait, you were gone? Yes. Well, you sent me on the mission. Remember? Oh. Yeah. Wait. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait. So, so that's Were they stiff? clothed? They they were clothed. It was completely... Those liars. They were com- Those sickers. For real, though. How dare they? How dare they podcast False fully clothed? advertising. You yeah. know, we're great at advertising. We are maximum weird. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, For like the first half of our show, we are never clothed. The mission was a success. Cool. I was able to find it. It? Yes. Yes, I was able to find it. I found their laptop and I changed <gasps> their 
their Facebook picture. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Because that's what you get for sending us all those pictures of chimps on our wall. Oh, oh they've man. Been, they've been changing just... Facebook profile pictures. Yeah. How dastardly. <laughs> you know hey, this will make them go ape. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. I don't get it. Yeah. Did you try change the profile picture to a dinosaur? No. I thought we were changing it to a chimpanzee because of the song. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 